Welcome to Pictures and Dialogues. I'm your host, the Jayesh Sharma. And of course, we still find ourselves in the situation of COVID-19. The coronavirus looms over us, and we are unfortunately able to leave our houses unless they are for essential trips. Any sort of recreational activity or leisure activity is still prohibited. Um, of course, I believe our provincial government is starting to ease some of the restrictions I think they've developed a three-stage plan, and this is just for our province of Ontario. The remainder of the provinces still continue to find themselves in different situations, and I think what they're doing is that they're developing a stage um, of how they're going to be easing the restrictions based on some of the models presented to them from some of the public health officials. And of course, in the United States, uh, I believe President Trump Um, wants to get the economy moving and the states are operating what seems to be an almost a silo approach and not in coordination with the federal level so of course different states different provinces are moving at different rates and with the rest of the world um, i believe the lockdown has ended in the state of india for example but uh, some of the other countries are still operating with lockdowns in place and with some of um, global movement of course is still prohibited unless of course it is for essential travel or if it's for the matter of repatriating citizens back to their home country as a result of this unfortunately the fatality rate is still high people are continuing to die people are continuing to get infected however there seems to be some light at the end of the tunnel because people who are now being infected or diagnosed with the virus are also recovering from it. So I'm not sure of the exact ratios of uh, diagnosed versus uh, treated and also cured. And of course, I am not the correct person or authority to be consulting um, on this matter. But of course, as a result, everything is still continuing to be shut down were closed until further notice and one thing in particular that I was just thinking about yesterday is that we have now entered the blockbuster season of the film industry and this means that films are going to have to either take the risk of being released nationally with normal distribution or they're going to have to be released on streaming platforms And this could be something as simple as um, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, uh, Crave TV. And I believe in the United States they have a various um, other host of different platforms that they could host on. Uh, For example, I believe Hulu is very popular. And unfortunately, that is unavailable in Canada. And one thing that is kind of upsetting at the moment not taking into consideration um, the obvious um, traumatic and awful circumstances that we find ourselves in. And of course, for those who are working at the front line, nurses, doctors, and paramedics, police officers, any of the frontline workers that are dealing with this, of course, it is an absolutely serious situation. And for me and for anyone else who's not working at the front line, Our lives are impacted, but not to the degree 
that it is impacting other people's lives. Whether you are somebody who is treating ill people or whether you are somebody who has actually been diagnosed with the virus or whether you have come into contact with somebody who has been diagnosed with the virus. Of course, this still, like I mentioned, has impacted everyone's lives. It has absolutely halted the movement of people around the world. It has stopped industries from moving forward. It has completely destabilized economies. And now where we find ourselves is that the uncertainty of how the remainder of 2020 is going to proceed is extremely disconcerting. Specifically, the film industry, the arts and entertainment industry has taken a massive hit. Of course, in addition to some of the other industries, of course, as well. However, to make it relevant to this podcast, I want to talk specifically about the film and the arts industry. So one discussion I was having with a friend over the past few days was that we have now entered the blockbuster season of the film industry. And the producers, the distributors, um, all of the theaters and the cinema halls have to now make a very critical decision of whether they're going to be taking the risk of releasing a film or whether they're going to be deciding to stream it and to release it on one of the streaming platforms. And of course, it is a decision that does require incredible amounts of thought and factors to be made or factors to be considered rather prior to making a decision. Uh, Consulting, of course, uh, the marketing team, the accounting team, uh, all of the lawyers uh, involved and of course the director. So it's, it's really unusual and it's really strange because you have to think of the practical things and the business side of the film. And of course, if you do decide to either delay the film or to release it directly onto a streaming platform, producers are going to essentially take some sort of hit from that. And if a film is delayed, for example, uh, the new James Bond film, which I believe is usually MGM is the uh, producer or the production company responsible for the Bond films. Um, I think it was originally supposed to be scheduled for April, but now it was delayed to about November. So if of course they have decided to do that, they had actually been one of the first companies back in February or possibly the first week of March to decide to delay the film. And I think the reason they had did that is because they wanted to ensure that had they waited and had they delayed, it it would have definitely taken a bigger hit on the budget and of course also with the additional money to be spent. And I'm not exactly sure how delaying a film can impact a um, a film's budget or how it can possibly expand it. But I was thinking about it, and I think logically it would be that now all of the distribution that has been done has to be withheld or revoked. Um, all of the actual copies of the films have to be returned to the production company. So there are, of course, there there are of course costs related to that, and it does get complicated. So I think they did make a very wise decision to actually delay the film to November. Granted, James Bond, uh, the new film, was supposed to come out, like I'd mentioned, in April. 
This is why they were probably one of the first production companies to actually pull the plug or essentially to just delay it until November. However, now we find ourselves in the middle of May and these four months are absolutely critical for all of the producers of, of the film industry. So I believe um, one of, just to, to give some numbers here for context, over the past few months, the film industry has only grossed about $102,000 in ticket sales. And that's absolutely staggering compared to the costs related to even some of these films. And one or two examples of these films that went straight to digital streaming services um, was Trolls 2. And there was a few other family films and some other Disney films. So ultimately, films that did not have a huge risk with regards to the actual uh, fan base or uh, budget. I'm assuming they were much smaller budgets compared to some of the big blockbusters I'm going to talk about in, in a minute. But essentially... These films went straight to streaming platform services and they did take, I'm assuming, a bit of a hit, some of the production companies. However, they also incurred losses um, as a result of not actually um, generating any profit or revenue due to zero ticket sales because no one has wanted to go to a cinema. So last year, I think they said that um, the film industry... 2019 from about the last quarter of the 2018-2019 financial year was about 600 million and of course when you drop or think about the drop in number from about 600 million to about $102,000 in ticket sales and of course maybe there are some um, externalities that I'm not thinking of uh, at the moment or I'm unable to think of at the moment, but there are absolutely no reasons for the number to drop that much. This is just one example of how this coronavirus, how it has taken an absolutely huge, um, it, it's sort of like a, a paralysis on on the economy. And specifically in this context, it's specifically paralyzing the film industry. And it really is unfortunate to see this happening. So now to go back to what I was saying earlier, these next four months are absolutely critical in order to determine whether the film industry will be able to survive in the next couple months and also over the next couple years. And it'll also be a great indicator of whether it will be able to survive over the next decade. However, we were also quite fortunate this past week to see the release of the trailer for the new Christopher Nolan film titled Tenet. And that looks very promising. The trailer has a lot of energy uh, in comparison to the first one, which really didn't divulge any of what the plot is or what the film is actually about. Of course, there are some rumors and some suspicions that it's about time travel or about time uh, his time movement, something like that. I, I don't quite understand it myself. So, of course, this trailer does provide a bit more clarity, but again, it's still entirely unclear as to what Nolan has done. Um, it's also giving off vibes of Inception, 
which is incredibly exciting because Inception came out exactly 10 years ago, around the same time. It was a summer blockbuster and quite a, a cerebral blockbuster at the time. And there had not really been a film like that with so much momentum and, and action, but also with such intelligence. And of course, Christopher Nolan, that's one of the films that everyone knows him by. So now I'm super excited to see um, a different cast completely. Of course, he has his secondary characters don't normally change. Um, we have Michael Kine in, in, in the film as well. He makes an appearance and we have a few of his usual regular um, uh, actors that are in the film. Some of them, I don't actually know their specific names um, off the top of my head, but they were in Dunkirk and they were also in Interstellar. And that's just by um, observing the, the trailer and I just made note that I'd seen these actors before and I've definitely seen them in some of Christopher Nolan's previous films. And of course, this is a really exciting picture because it's a huge blockbuster picture that's supposed to um, wake up the industry and essentially emerge as the, the, uh, the, the, the knight of shining armor that is supposed to uh, save film and the film industry in the current state that it's in at the moment. And it's super exciting. Now, what's even, I would say even more a little bit uh, exciting is that the fact that the trailer ends with not a specific release date, but that it says it will be coming to theaters. And I think that's Christopher Nolan's firm statement and his position that he does not want to release this film on streaming services such as Netflix or Amazon Prime. And in fact, he wants to go directly to the theaters where it's meant to be experienced. So of course, I'm quite excited for the, the picture and I'm very excited for what it's actually going to look like. Um, I think this is also possibly going to delay some of the other blockbuster pictures expected to be released this summer. I think Wonder Woman 1984 is the second anticipated film of the summer. So that possibly may get delayed and I think Top Gun Maverick, Tom Cruise's uh, picture is also supposed to be released in July. And of course, that is also looking as though it may get pushed as well. So ultimately, um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the current circumstances of film and where things are at. Um, it's, it's quite exciting, but it's also quite nerve wracking with regards to what is actually going to happen the fact that a second trailer was released is also a good sign that the marketing for the film has picked up and now they're in the promotion phase of the post-production phase of, of filmmaking. So one can only anticipate and also expect that the film will be released in July. If it will be successful or not is a completely different story. So thank you for joining me on this brief episode of a brief analysis of the industry as it is uh, in the situation of COVID-19. Again, I will be releasing another episode very soon and very shortly. I'm your host, the Jayshwa Sharma.